love this music. Wow. <laughs> it's a new song. It's a new show. Let me find out that Bryn's low-key a DJ. I really like the she music. She mixed it at her house. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole set behind her. <laughs> you did good. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. A new vibe for the new season, you know? I love that. Well, welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is the Pop Culture Audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of pop culture source material, comb through it, highlighting some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you found the right place. If you're not, you're still in the right place. My name is Keela. Welcome to season two. Yes, it's season two. This is Jasmine. This is Bryn. We're back again. Keela. We can explain. Yeah, tell the people. Tell them what we're doing. Okay, people. Well, this feels kind of like a lead up because I'm sharing this. So, everyone, we we take voting very seriously in this house. It's very important to us. And a lot of the polls... Mm -hmm. But yes, a lot of the polls said Real Housewives of Atlanta, which we love, but we had to take a creative change to represent um, the future. There are so many brilliant podcast ancestors who have incredible Real Housewives podcast, and we we love your work. You are artist in your own right. Amazing. And we decided to pave a path that has yet to be paved, dare I say. And we have decided to move forward with... Drumroll, please. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I love summary. that. That's so summary. Okay, I love Jasmine, that. Tell the, people, tell the people the creative direction. Okay, the reason why we chose Martha's Vineyard Summer House is because summer is upon us, everybody. We wanted fun. We wanted fresh. We wanted something that none of us have been exposed to. We don't know these people. So we're all approaching this with fresh eyes, and we're all surprised about the same things. We're all looking into these people with you know, new perspectives and... I'm just excited to dive into this. I watched only two episodes of the previous Summer House in the Hamptons. So I have a, just a little bit of an idea of what to expect, but not really. So I'm really excited to um, audit this with everybody, with you two, but listening with everyone. Hopefully you're auditing too, not us, the show <laughs> alongside of us. <laughs> and just to be yeah. fair, I think I think we have to say, y'all, we were going to take the poll seriously. We were on a planning meeting and we were about to break and we were like, great, we're doing Real Housewives. It's what the people want. And like we were literally hanging up and they were. then we said, but what if we didn't? That is so true. <laughs> that is actually what happened. Yeah. So we were so close and maybe next time, but we had to, you know what women don't do enough? Listen to their mm. intuition and listen mm. to each other. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank wow. you. So we're going to let the internet tell us what to do? No. no. Not in Joe Biden's America. Absolutely not. So that just so you, we did appreciate the input. It did give us a lot to think about, but it, it couldn't it couldn't be ignored that we really wanted this vibe oh, for summer. We were drawn uh, to this. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't get away from it. And our polls still matter in the future. Please respond to the polls in the future. We just had to take a new direction today. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I feel like it's important to give a little context for the show, Keela, like this specific like season. This summer house. Okay. Yes. Yeah. As opposed so, to previous summer house I. House I. The housery. Um so I have in vulnerability, I have not watched Summer House before, even though I love the premise of adults coming into a house being forced to live together. But this Summer House is special because the cast is all black. Fantastic. And Martha's Vineyard is actually... <laughs> Sorry, that was delay- delayed reaction. <laughs> the summer. The sound of summer. I feel like things have elevated this uh, this season already with the sound. We really got to production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really... It's, yes, at for NYU. sure. She came back from Tish. And she's different. Okay, so Martha's Vineyard, which sounds incredibly white, and I am not a Northeastern person, so I thought it was, actually has an expansive history of being a vacation spot for Black folks in America, and historically has been a Black location. As rich white folks moved in and wanted to do what they normally do, gentrify, it did push um, some of the population out of the community. I can't speak too much about it, because I'm still doing my Martha's Vineyard research, but... It's beautiful. It looks like, like the town looks enchanted. Like it's just so cute. It's Mm -hmm. so cute. It is cute. Um, And it evokes a very real world, which I wanted. I did want a real world coverage of having these like young, beautiful people come live in this house. Right. Yep. Yeah. I never knew that. And now it makes me want to go visit. So I feel like I'm going to put the summer list of places to go hang out. We should run a house. You know, I want always want to do a retreat. We should do a podcast retreat and we go to Martha's. Talking about a retreat for two years. I love a retreat. We've planned so many pseudo retreats to Vegas. To I would be down LA. for that too. Also down for that. Now, Mar- right. now Martha Martha's now, Vineyard is on the list. Podcasting live from the vineyard. <laughs> All right. So I didn't know. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know a single thing about Summer House except for that the previews play right after below deck so sometimes i see the pre- yeah this is all i know about it um so i was telling keila and jasmine i feel like when you start a new job and you're like i don't know what you are talking about i know that i will know i know that i'll be fine i'm a capable smart person so i know that you give me a couple weeks and i'm gonna run this place but until then i have no fucking clue what you're talking about um, so it's like a little nerve wracking. I feel very, and I, I didn't know anything about the Kardashians, but I knew everything about the Kardashians. Right. right? Of course. Yeah. Good exposure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this feels, I feel very in over my head. Um, but I'm excited for that reason. So what we're going to do is I am still going to recap the episode. I'm going to, um, keep it as uh, short and sweet as possible. So we have the context for our discussion. And then I have some auditable moments to jump in with you Ooh, all. Brent's in. coming in with audible moments this oh, season. Audit girl. Get into the mix. A producer, DJ, audit girl. <laughs> no longer just a recap bitch, but now a true audit queen. She's a wife. Exactly. <laughs> now Slashes in her title now. Wifed up. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <sighs> we'll get there. We're going to get we'll there. Get there. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, let's get into season. This is technically Summer House Martha's Vineyard, season one, episode one. And yes. the title mm-hmm. is Not Your Mama's Vineyard. 
I don't know what the first line of dialogue was because it had a weird like montage intro, but I've decided the first line is, if you're melanated, Martha's Vineyard is the place to vacation during the summer. Gotta so get that is there. setting the tone. Okay, so here's the recap. The premise of the show, as I have gathered, is that they take a bunch of people who kind of know each other and they put them in this rental house. And they all seem to revolve around the main couple, Jasmine and Silas, who just got married a few months ago. So they're like the main couple and then people who know them through different contexts are coming to the house. The lower thirds say that it's day one of 15. And is it – so it's only for two weeks? I have a lot of question marks in this recap. Just FYI. Wait, you thought only two weeks? I thought, oh, my God, two weeks. No, I thought only two weeks? You're calling it Summer House? Wow. Summer I House. Oh I thought month. they lived there forever. Forever. <laughs> I thought at least a month or two. <laughs> what? I know. I'm like, two weeks? I mean, yeah. people stay long, and naked and afraid for three weeks. This sounds like a naked trial. Naked and afraid. Point. That's a point. Right. That's exactly. Point. Yeah. So I, I was – I was a little like taken aback by the day one of 15. Like I know a lot can happen in 15 days, but you know, whatever. It's fine. We're in Martha's Vineyard, which we learn is historically black. As Kilo was saying, has a lot of rich history. They're in this rental house. Uh, They have a caterer. This is another quasi question mark. We have a caterer for two weeks. Question mark. It should be. But the caterer is gorgeous. All those people. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I, but at first, I thought she was a house guest because they very introduced her the she same way, great. right? They introduced her yeah. with, the, with the name, and she walked in same. And she's entrance. hot. And she's she beautiful. she got there before she anyone else. Eyeshadow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I she looked she like so, she knew she was going to be on TV. I was like, yeah. Okay, so. I, so I was. I'm like, so they're just like putting her to work, and she's a guest in this house. She's not. I don't think. Um, okay, so the caterer is there. They're getting set up. Jasmine and Silas are there. More people start coming to the house, and that is when I realized they know each other. That was starting to click for me. There are a lot of uh, Greek men, so a lot of men that uh, are from fraternities and know each other through this fraternity network, and then there's a lot of women who know each other from Playboy. So I, yeah. I do think we'll dive into that later, but that is a, a through line of the women. So I'm going to run down who we have in the house right uh, so far because I think there's more folks coming that we haven't met yet. Silas and Jasmine, newly married couple uh, and sort of seem like the leaders of this retreat. Uh, Preston, he's gay and an alpha. That is a black fraternity. And it was the first black fraternity I learned. Good job. Um, Good job. Thank you. Um, all these people are black, so I don't even have to say <laughs> because they're all black. You're like the black, black, the black guy. Yeah, actually, like, no, no, no. Everyone's black. Everything. Right. What? Melanin count a hundred. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're at a hundred percent. I have not seen one white person. Nope, no. Well, they're, 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 always, they're the oh, oh I forgot about the boyfriend. Always a man. Oh, that's right. We'll get there. Okay. Jordan, uh, she is a, she, her, hers, I think they don't do their pronouns. Yeah. I'm. No. She was the fourth black playmate of the year for Playboy. And the last. Uh, and the last, which I'm what like. What does that mean? But I don't know. That Remember when they, they wrapped it up aired and a black person it? again? Yeah, that oh, was it. I didn't they... know. Stop. Not like a gift, like a Christmas gift. Like, they don't do playmates anymore? Is the... No, I wasn't clear. Playboy is done. It's done. All right. This is a side episode. <laughs> no, seriously. They like. But the way that she did not know that. 
the way that she said it, I was the fourth black playmate, playmate and the last made it sound like she just burned the bridge for black. That's <laughs> what I thought. And I was like, okay, she closed the door on her way out. She said, she said no more. First and last. No more, babe. <laughs> Never again. Four bunnies in, it's over. Okay. Well, thank uh, okay. you, Jasmine, for clearing that up. Thank you. She's been celibate for over a year. I felt that was important to go back and add. So that's Jordan. Celibate for over a year because she wants to get people to get to know her. Uh, Bria is another Playboy bunny, and she brought an emotional support dog named Milo. She is in a serious relationship with a white German dude who wants her to Why move to Germany. That was my notes. That's literally That's what, what I said. wrote in my I notes. I just copy and paste it. Yeah. I but just, I did I just too. read yeah, my notes. I did as well. His name is okay. Simon. These names are really hard to keep. Or my note says that Bria name. has a white man. That's what my notes yes. say. <laughs> I think everything is important. White and German. Yes, yes, I, I agree. I do, I do oh, yes, I agree. Yeah, I do think it's important. Yeah. Nick and Alex arrive. They are Kappas. Okay, just so we're keeping everything straight. Alex is a vegan, and he doesn't drink, which, Play. I mean, I'm, like, dying fangirling over here. So, so excited to see reality representation of a non-drinker. I have no idea how they agreed to let him come on the show. <laughs> Uh, wow. And Nick brought all of his clothes because he doesn't want to wear the same thing twice. And I love it so much. I went through all of high school that way, like trying not to wear the same outfit twice. Oh, fashionista. Oh. All right. Any so far. Okay. So we have, I'm just going to recap. We have Silas and Jasmine. Yes. Preston, Jordan, Bria, yes. Nick and Alex. I'll keep going, but I'm going to pause there. Any first impressions that jump out to you all from these folks so far? Yes, of course. I will jump in by saying... Yeah, so you didn't even... Not even a beat. I already have my notes. Not okay, a fan of ahead. Jasmine, which feels weird because that's my name. It's hard. It's hard. Wow. Isn't that weird? I'm wow. like, I'm literally writing a note like, don't like Jasmine. Very strange. Gonna have to talk to a therapist about even just writing that. And the marriage, they were together engaged after only six months. So I think that's going to be a lot of like interesting flare-ups with people who don't really know each other, but they're now married. And then Preston seems like he has a lot of opinions because as soon as Jordan walked in the door, he had something to say. So I don't know if I will be a Preston fan, but we'll see. Uh, the fashionista guy, I don't like his glasses. That was what I wrote. <laughs> Oh Nick. my god, I like Nick's glasses. Also, I think the, they're cute. Don't like them. Also, the guy yeah. who doesn't drink and is a vegan, I put equals boring. But we'll see. Don't talk okay. about Alex like that. Okay. Literally, don't talk about Alex Shots like that. Shots fired. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm coming out the gate. Oh, Jordan, I think she's beautiful and So does she. She thinks it. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> everyone does. <laughs> so that's those are my impressions so far. Of those folks so far. Yeah. Oh, um, may I God. comment? Of course. I'm fascinated with this Silas Jasmine debacle, which we will get into later. Silas is in the military, readers, yep. which yep. I feel in just military lore makes sense that they got married very quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. There's. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Preston... I feel like Preston is such a character and then his timing, like the things that he says are so chaotic at times. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I have to stand Alex. I just feel like a vegan, a non-drinker. Slay. 
Yeah. I'm just like so interested in this man's journey. Like into why? it. Into it. All right. How okay, so here I have a couple first impressions. And then I have some more when we get to the rest of the Oh, book. and Bria. Have we met Bria yet? We met Bria. No. Oh, I like Bria. Did we There's say something Bri- oh, so I forgot chaotic Bria. about her. I, mm-hmm. I like Bria. Really enjoy Bria. She is so chaotic. Hectic. Yeah. I She's love her. Her he dogs, all of it. in the episode. She never a gets pleased until mess. they go She's to dinner. I love yeah, that. I love that. I'm obsessed. Yeah. She yeah. has those big ass fluffy like bear shoes on. Yep. I love, I love everything interview. about Bria. Her, I love her it. interview love look it. with the braid and the yes. gloves. She has two interview looks. The one with the blonde clip-in extensions. Love that too. I love her. I didn't love the blonde extensions, but I do love the high pony look. And her dog is black too. So it's oh, all, not her all dog is black. <laughs> okay. Okay, Brent, I'm sorry. Continue. It's fine. We it's have fine. so many notes. I well, I have a question. How old is everybody? Okay, How so that's what I was people? trying to decide. You know, you can't tell really because black don't crack. But I will I think say a over thirty. What? No. Sorry, yes, because at the final scene, um, Jordan goes, "Well, maybe when I was in my twenties." Yeah, I've heard a couple of phrases of in my twenties. Yep. I think mid thirties. Yep. Mid. That yeah. makes sense timeline. Mid thirties, yeah. We'll freckle over thirty, yeah. I yeah, they look so young. They do. Everyone, they look. Like, they just mm. look mid thirties to me. Cute mid thirties mm. people. They look upper twenties to me. But wow. They look like they have money. The money they you can't tell when somebody has money because like you look grown when you. Yeah, have everyone money. looks like they have money. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, wow, that was a good. Ooh, a little snide bit. That was good. Let's hear it, Bren. Well, what, is your, what are your first impressions? My only other first impression of these folks so far is that Jasmine clearly, and I agree with you, Jess, it's hard. I was like referring her, to her in my notes as Jazz. And I was like, ah, me, it's oh, me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And Jazz. It's like, what do you have against me? Oh my God. Oh my God. Jasmine seems to want to be in control of everything. And I don't know, like, is she supposed to be? Because it's like her hosting. And then she gets this little like pushback that, and we're gonna get all the oh, we have to get all of this into that. But like, but even so, in in white people world, some of the comments like Preston talking about black excellence, and then at the dinner table we'll talk about them being like, "I don't want to do your low prompt." In white people world, that would be fucking game over. You just eviscerated, <laughs> so right? Interesting. What do you the mean game over? That is so aggressive. They would be enemies for life wow. for someone wow. to like undercut you that way. And then I'm like, okay, but they don't, she doesn't seem that like, yeah, she's like, fair enough. It. Fair enough. She's like, cool. Or like, yeah, the, you don't like black excellence. Cool. And I'm like, that would be a bottle of wine, people in different corners talking <laughs> oh shit gosh. for that's centuries, so for centuries. So that's how white women act. Wow. Um, so I'm like, yeah, watching it a little bit stressed, like, oh, God, she's going to she, – we'll get to that part in particular. But I'm like, is this going to build up? So I'm watching it stressed for her. But those are those are those folks. I think Jordan is vicious, um, but we'll see. Vicious? Vicious. 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 When she said I put him on restrict, he was like okay, in my that DM. That was funny. Let's get in. Let's when that we get into so this. Funny. I have so many thoughts because there are so many people restricted in my DMs. I felt her. Really? We'll talk about it. A hundred percent. I tackled when my she DMs said are a dusty desert. <laughs> <laughs> it is a free colony in my DMs. 
not <laughs> free. My DMs we, are okay, popping. We have to let you. I don't check them very much. Oh, although I you should. don't. You never look at all the cool stuff I send you. And okay, that's another this episode. This is a, and another see how two black women three. interact without getting mad. I'm still friends with you, even though you. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Even I don't hold that against you. you. That's so true. My mess. Yeah, I'll look at better. us. Okay, we have to let you get through this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So yes, many yes I know. We're never going to stop. Okay, we haven't even gotten through all the people. Amir. Amir shows up. He's from Texas. So I well, feel like well, that's going to come up with Jasmine. A hundred. Has, already, I'm ready for it. It's already here. He has a you Lebanese mom and a black father uh, and a really cute smile. Mariah is a screenwriter who has a seven-year, a seven-year-old son. Uh, she's either like writing a TV show or she wrote a TV show with Jasmine. That was an aside that sort of took me off guard. And then I think Shanice is not here yet. So maybe there's, yeah, there could be more people, but that's who we have so far. We have Silas and Jasmine, Preston, Jordan, Bria with her dog, Milo and her boyfriend, Simon. We have Nick and Alex, Amir and Mariah. And we'll see if Shanice gets here. So I I just want to go on the record by saying I've been following, following Amir before summer house because really? he's just a yes because he's a cute texas real estate agent and he was like in my explorer page i was like oh great he's cute he sells real estate let me follow him he sells it in texas and then now he's on my tv screen so i was like how cute now i get to see him like move around and talk every week I'm so you are like one of his original you you're one of the DM girls one yeah, you're one of the original DM girls. One I am not DM. one of the DM girls. I've never slid That's into his knees. DMs. Never. <laughs> never. Are you in tequilas? <laughs> but I am sliding in tequilas and she's restricting me. But no, I, I am not. anything. Because she doesn't check them. But I, I have not slid in his DMs. But I thought, oh my gosh, he's such, so cute and has this little real estate stuff on Instagram. And um, yeah, I've been following him for a while. I mean, I there we go. Here we go, everybody. Um, okay, let's keep talking. This is the people. Here's what happens. So the folks get there. They settle into the house. They're doing their little side chat about who's cute and who do you want to hook up with and who do you want to be with. Um, there is something called a truth booth, which is just another way of doing those straight-to-camera interviews, but they call oh, it a God. truth booth. As I said earlier, Jasmine clearly wants to like run the room and she keeps giving prompts for their conversations. I did think it was especially funny when she said, every year that we do this is about expansion. And Mariah makes fun of her and says she's been here twice. That, <laughs> that made was me funny. laugh. Yes. Is Mariah so, an Aquarius? First impressions, I love Mariah. I love, love Mariah. <laughs> Passive aggressive yeah. AF. Can oh my God. Do you think aggressive, she's an Aquarius? aggressive. I think she's an Aquarius somewhere in her chart. Or a Scorpio. That I love it. I love Mariah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that this comes up because they're at dinner and uh, Jasmine says something about black excellence, as we were just talking about. And Preston offers a counter narrative to the phrase, but black excellence about how like the general understanding of black excellence is rooted in like white standards of success. Couldn't agree. And more. I'm like, are we watching Bravo? Like I, they are having. A dialogue now, which I, so I was like, I couldn't believe we're talking about this. After dinner, they go in the hot tub. They play truth or dare. The next day, day two of 15, they wake up and some of them have to work, which really confused me. Like they set up their laptops and start working. It's unlike any reality show I've ever seen. (laughs) 
Um, I do also want to note that Jordan did her skincare routine before bed, and that's why she was Playmate of the Year. Okay, everybody? That's what it takes to be Playmate of the Year. No I matter love how her. drunk I love you her are, so much. Yes. How late it gets. Routine. Yeah. yeah. She's going to do it. You got to do um, it. We learned that Jasmine and Mariah were homeless together for a few months and lived in Mariah's car, and they wrote a screenplay about it. So that's the screenplay that's happening. Uh, most people go to the pool. Jazz and Mariah go to work on their script. There's dog hair everywhere. There's a big confrontation between them and Bria about the dog and how rude it was to bring the dog without telling or asking. Everyone's getting worked up. Uh, at one point, uh, Jasmine's asked how Bria would feel if she showed up with a tiger, which made me laugh too. <laughs> so random. <laughs> what? So funny. So she really lost. She really lost her so credibility. <laughs> what if I brought so a tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what? Um, eventually, Jasmine and Bria had a conversation and make up, but it doesn't feel very genuine. It feels very forced. Everyone goes out to dinner. Jordan says she isn't going to order because she's going to make a potato when she gets home. I was so random. Potato. People just say the most random things, and these editors leave it in. They leave it all in. (laughs) Uh, Jasmine gives another, like, trying to control the conversation and gives a prompt for everyone to answer around the table. And pretty much everyone says they'd rather just talk and not do it. And this was a moment where I was like, oh, shit's about to go down. And Jasmine's like, sounds good. (laughs) It was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. They start this conversation about how Jordan was Jasmine's toxic friend. And then it like kind of spins into this like in their 20s. They were doing these things. They were out till late. And it all kind of boils down to Silas, the new husband, being controlling. And then Jordan is taking all of this personally. And then Preston comes in and drops some, like, gender norm truth bombs on them. And, like, I can't quite tell where I can't tell if that was helpful or going. not. I can't tell if what anything. It wasn't like helpful, were, yeah, but it was it true. It was not productive. No, I, I would say that Preston is pretty proud of himself uh, uh, with all of yeah. his contributions. Yeah. <laughs> He's real pleased yeah. with what He's he brings to the table. Yeah. yeah. Even when they don't make any sense, which I respect. Slay. Get sound get bites. Your, sound get bites. Your two cents in there. No, neither does making a potato or bringing a tiger to a summer house, so it's fine. <laughs> that was like, funny. Logic is out the window. So then the conversation ends, and there's just like tense tensey tension shots that are going to lead us to next episode. So we end on this sort of like tense note of Jordan being a toxic friend to Jasmine and everybody's a little silly and nervous and, and drunk except for Alex. And that's the end of the episode. There we are. What'd y'all think? I think this is going to be so exciting. I like you, <laughs> I Felt all over. Everything was great when I was watching it until it was time to take notes and focus my thoughts. And that's when I was like, okay, this is all over the place. But I'm glad they took the time to introduce us. And I can kick off my first audible moment if you want. You can get into it. it. Mm -hmm. I have Black is Not a Monolith. When they were sitting down at the table and they launched in the conversation of black excellence and you know Amir was talking about him being you know mixed race and how he didn't really grow up around a lot of black people and I know that Austin is predominantly white 
and, and not having his black father in the home. And then they're talking about black excellence and what that means. And, and I thought Preston's point of view was just so interesting and they're kind of going around talking about it and everyone didn't necessarily have the same idea, idea about it. I thought that was really cool. I will say that, um, the circles that I run in when we get at a dinner table or when we're drinking and we're talking or whatever, um, this comes up. These are conversations that we're having. And I thought it was really cool that a reality show, it felt authentic, um, that a group of presumably like, um, uh, millennials were sitting around a table speaking about this. And I thought that was really cool. And, you know, you have a black girl walking in with an emotional support dog, which would never happen, you know, in our community and be accepted in that way, maybe even five or six years ago or 10 years ago. And so I just thought it was really cool to see. Yeah. I know. I had black excellence as an auditing point. I think it was really cool to me that that didn't get cut out of the edit Mm -hmm. I think there are some really great points about how black excellence sometimes gets framed as just having the same things as white folks um it's it's just a really interesting conversation and I, I agree it is a there is some diversity of thought and like identity and presence within the house guests do you think that um to Preston's point that black excellence is rooted in like white supremacist or dominant majority idea of what excellence can be or is? I don't know. I think that there are definitely times where I'm like, this use of black excellence feels like it's running parallel to white supremacist, like tenets of white supremacy. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I love that. I also mm-hmm. don't, I, I'm going to say this. I don't use the phrase black excellence Me a either. lot. So I, I'm sure there is more thoughtful discourse and I've watched a few TikToks on it, but I, <laughs> this is like a, a little out of my realm. I don't know. I do think I have seen the use of black excellence run parallel to white supremacy. So I can say that. And I've seen it just used it. I'm like, that's very sweet. Right. I, I feel the same way. I feel, I do feel like it's probably parallel to, you know, the dominant culture. And when we think about what people are saying, when they say black excellence, it's usually directly something that we've been told is excellent. Um, and so I thought that was an interesting point of view that he had and how he brought that up. And until he said it, I, when people say black excellence, I didn't know that I felt similar to how he felt. I always kind of been like, mm, all right, you know, but when he said it, I was like, there it is. That's exactly how I feel about it. So I thought that was an interesting point of view. And I was like, wow, we're kicking off episode one, season one with this conversation. Let's go. Like, this was the way to go for me. I feel like, you know, when we're talking about critical lens and all of that, it'll give us some really great conversations to have around this kind of stuff. So that is that. Well, Bren, what do you think about that? (laughs) About Black Exes? Yes, she can have an opinion about what she thought as a viewer. <laughs> I thought you were going to move on to your next audit point. Uh-uh. What do you think? Okay. Watching people have that conversation. Well, so I, 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 I tend to agree. I think um, that what jumps to mind for me, two things. What jumps to mind for me is the first Black Panther movie and when they show Wakanda mm-hmm. and they're like, this is Afrofuturism. And you're like, oh, it just looks like a white person down. <laughs> like, right. like, why is like the right. most advanced why does advanced and like the most best have to be clearly so wealthy and like 
dense and all these things that just look like a big city. Like, especially when you juxtapose it to like you're flying over Wakanda and it's like villagers and then you fly through the screen and then you're in the real Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, but the mm-hmm. villagers yeah. seemed cool too. Like, right. why wouldn't an actual like non-white influenced future look different than this so right that's always been on my heart and i i do i i use the phrase black excellence in my white people class race conscious <laughs> dialogue but but only when juxtaposed with white mediocrity so like to say like i have i think there are a lot in whiteness we are told we are somehow conditioned no one ever says it we're conditioned to think that black people have natural talents, are more athletic, mm-hmm. are better mm-hmm. singers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are like naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of that they work hard to do those things, right? So, so like so there is like this taking away of black work mm-hmm. and like yes. drive. And so we talk about it in that sense because then we talk about white mediocrity and like how how those things exist and white mediocrity kind of always wins over black excellence. Mm. Um so I don't ever – I see people who use it in that kind of that like live, laugh, love sort of way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like a headline. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't – I've always thought about it in comparison to whiteness. And so it, it does have – it is a phrase that resonates with me a lot, but in that very specific way of like mm-hmm. I have borne witness to a lot of truly black excellence next to a lot of truly white mediocrity. Um, right. Which is sort of what is rooted for me in this work. Um, so yeah, that's what I think about it. Yeah. No, I think that's valuable feedback and it definitely, um, not valuable feedback. No, I think it is. Girl. Okay. (laughs) And the interview has concluded. No, I think that's really dope because I, I, you know, you're like, oh, let's move on. But I think it's really cool. Like I do want to hear because like we say it, it's, it's not like a secret black phrase that we're keeping only at the cookouts. It's something that we're saying openly. And so. Yeah. So then I know that other people have, you know, like thoughts around it. So I think that's really cool. You know, can I, can I segue into one of my audit points from my, let's do it, (laughs) please. My first one is, I don't know if I'm allowed to watch this show. (laughs) Girl, what? When she said, when she said, I said, are they making a secret black show that white people shouldn't watch? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Really? Okay. (laughs) Everyone that was what I'm gonna... I did not know that was her next point. That is so funny. <laughs> it's in all caps, highlighted. Are they making a secret black show that white people shouldn't watch? Why? Like, why do you say that? Why? Because oh, exactly why what you're Bravo. saying. Maybe they're trying to sneak it through. They're trying to sneak it through. What do you the mean? And the below deck. Secret because the, I, I just don't know that the white gaze is na- needed for this show. Because exactly, they're talking about no. black excellence. When she says, CP time. I thought maybe oh, this I... is. I should pause this. This isn't for me. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. And then I also had an audit note. I was going to ask you all a question about their hair, and then I immediately deleted it because I was like, I don't need to ask about their hair. <laughs> we can't. What talk am about I doing? That's a huge part. Of being a black woman in the summer, or being yes. black in the summer, a huge part about being black in the summer is your summer hair plan. A hundred. I've been thinking about it all day. Silk I have press season. There's there's so hairs, many presses. There's braid season. The culture is the extent. I even brought it up. Bria's extension. I think you. Got, I think there should be a whole episode about it. I don't think that the bonnets. I, 
listen the bonnets that I are love, being I wrong love bonnet. worn I actually made a note i was like i love seeing bonnets on tv i i mm. said the same thing i love seeing bonnets on tv okay wait into my home so bren mm. <laughs> yes the secret black show <laughs> It does feel very blackety black, 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 black. I I have to say, I did feel that watching it, which made me very happy that Bravo is like diving in. Um, interesting. Well, Bren, you know I love black shit though. Like, no, Terrence, Terrence Howard, <laughs> whoever that Stop. is. I'm screaming. I just so I I do not see it as this as like being black exclusive. That that's no, like so definitely not exclusive. It feels like there's an air of like a, a particular privilege and class that the people on the show have amassed. That oh yeah, is still like very Bravo exclusive. Um, yeah, it's still yes. black, and I I want to no, move away so from this elitist. idea about like it's this is black and this isn't because any black experience with a black person is black. Um, right. But that's interesting. You say more about why you. I, well, I think it's you know that there are some conversations that black folks don't want or need to have in front of white people. Right. Oh, well, and that is there's a what lot I thought about this, but go ahead. This is what I feel Ooh. of like, and I, th- I think maybe it's just going to have to be in how I audit it because I'm like, that doesn't need my comment. I don't need to comment on that. Or like, that okay. is not a dynamic, right? Like that is a conversation for the folks and not for the me. Um, okay. And so I think that was where I like, when they start saying, when, 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 I think to see something on mainstream TV where they, where there's, which, which we know, right. Obviously that there's these reclaiming of these terms and these ideas and these words, but they're so nuanced. And to see Mm -hmm. somebody saying on mainstream TV, you're on CP time. And I'm like, Oh, are we doing this? Like, doesn't that need like for the white folks? The housewives of Atlanta have been doing that. Yes. It's been done. Okay. Okay. CP is like a pretty common for black people, Keila, yeah. But I will say that, like, but even on TV, because you've been watching The Housewives. If you're not a housewife, no, but even beyond Housewives, who else is saying not on people? Friends? Yeah, all <laughs> their black TV shows like Bernie Mac, Living Single, Insecure, like this all is not black the shows, all okay. black shows. Like, to that point, I have seen yeah. like. CP time and different hairstyles. Like I have seen that before. Like it doesn't. Feel yes. Yes. No, they're not breaking new ground in that's like content. And that's fine. That's fine. Yes. I'm enjoying yes. it. I did. It's I good. will. I will say though, Brand, when she said, oh, I'm so happy that you didn't, you know, you're the, you get to the best room because you didn't come on CP time. I thought, all right. You know, like I had even my, I will just be honest. My reaction to that was like, okay, all right. You know, we're going to get into it, get into it because not that I haven't heard it from other shows that I've watched, but I haven't heard that in a while on TV. So it did. I was like, oh, I made like a little mental note of that. But I also like the idea of exposure. Um, And I feel like when we talked about Kardashians having this education of this piece of pop culture that you hadn't been been exposed to and how did we get here and all of that I feel like now through our discussion you're going to have a similar experience perhaps because these are also things that are in pop culture but what part of pop culture what sector yeah no I I I I feel like it is I have like I I'm and maybe I'll find that I'm wrong I feel like I have Mm -hmm 
pretty good grasp of some of the narratives and dialogues that are happening around some of these topics. I just don't know that there are – I think it's just going to be – and I think you all have to – like, we have to be okay with me being like, I'm here and I'm, like, not contributing to this co- – like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think they're not all conversations for me um, to have, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was definitely, I'm like, I don't know. So quickly to follow up on that first point, my second point, very in direct opposition to my first point is they aren't going to turn this into some weird like black exploitation show, are they? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because like I could easily like. Say more. So they have these moments where I'm like, okay, oh, we're talking about this. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, all the black people jump out of the hot tub screaming and they laugh about it. And then I'm like, oh, this could ver- with with the wrong editors, this could very quickly jump into like meme culture, right? Like hide yeah. your kids, hide your wife, kind of like. Oh, I didn't even think jokey. of that. Like, huh? Where that like they are still being so super black, but then it's like, what through whose lens? And then it's like black memes or something. Yeah, Them but, jump- but then I, yeah, yeah. I don't. I was just like, oh god, please don't, please don't go Interesting. down this. I will Please say, them jumping out because a frog was in the hot tub, I would jump out if a frog. I literally made no. a note that said me too. No, I, I, don't, I don't think they did anything. I just, in that moment, had it flashed before my eyes of like, oh, if the You're wrong editors are going to try to build, yeah. they're going to try to do hair snatching and like all the fucking things and like, mm. To be clear, Bravo has gotten her wig snatched um, mm. by just like, almost all of the Bravo cinematic universe had a reckoning around race and Trump Mm -hmm. and not to get into the weeds, but real housewives of New York entire recasting because Mm -hmm. of how it derailed in its last season. And so something that there've been a lot of literature about (laughs) is the future of Bravo and how they literally have failed to bring in black characters host at any point in time. And so I haven't felt that on the show yet. But that's I want this to be a black show for black audiences primarily, not yeah. a black show for white people. That's fair. Right. Oh, really? Like, that's fair. I want this to be for yeah. everyone. Come on, join us the same way they joined the rest of Summer House. And well, learn I watch it. No, I'm like, oh, people, this is for everyone. Me too. People can watch it. They want it to be entertained, to be created through a lens that would entertain white people. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I, you know I can see saying? that. I can absolutely because see that that starts to get like weird minstrelly like that is just a different yeah. edit it's a different like thing. i will tell you it's that absolutely different edit. so far what they're doing is what we do it only in my opinion will get weird if they start veering away from like real things that we do as black millennials um but as long as they're in step with what i know we're up to i think come come over here and see what we're up to like this is the culture let's let's this is a part of pop culture a culture yeah this is a culture yeah 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 so um anyways all right so let's get into like the dynamics audit point for me was jordan can run but she can't hide what do i mean by that i that hot tub jacuzzi scene when they're like dare you to go kiss someone that you, you know, think is cute or hot or whatever. And then they're all like giving Jordan a kiss. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then when she walks in the door and they're shooting pool and they're like, I called dibs on Jordan. I'm like, can she unpack her bags and relax? 
Like, what is the that problem? That was y'all's here? goofy fave, Silas. Not Silas. Um, what is y'all's goofy fave? My fave is Amir. He's such a cornball. You think he's yeah. corny? He I do. Corny. I he do. Is this is. I. We won't have. You think this he's corny too? I think he's corny. okay. Not too much in him because I want to invite him on the show. Not too much. I think we need Alex think on the he's show. He's corny but charming. But always, I, I did think, think he was charming. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think he's so cute and charming when he I helped don't. her with her bags. I I love that. But I also I grew up in a black house in which men carried my bags. So oh, so did I. But I mean, he's also I, like, from the south. Yeah, that's what you should be doing. Like in my mind. Okay, like he Silas should have offered. He's a host. Okay, well, that was my thing that everyone's obsessed with Jordan. And then <laughs> it is strange. It is strange how obsessed immediately thirsty they are. And openly. Like y'all don't got another y'all don't have women in Texas? Then she uh, also abs- she's like hot and cute, but like she and all the that. thirst. Listen. It's like like, yeah, like she came in the, like, the suit, the Playboy suit. Right. Jordan, you're beautiful. And? And everyone calm down. Please. Everyone calm down. Have some tea. Have some some water. So can we talk really quickly, too, about, like, how everyone has little snarky comments about Jasmine? So we go from (laughs) the little, Mm -hmm. the Martha's Vineyard comment about she's been here twice. The, oh, she's Betty Crocker. This is is right up our alley. Like, her alley. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has, like little snarky comments and everything that bothers them about her bothers me. So, okay. This goes a little into my audit point. So I wonder first when I was watching this, I was like, are y'all the type of friends who make fun of each other? Because I have Mm. friends who are like this and like, okay, fine. I don't. Jade boots, but whatever. But then this is something I come up with all the time. Work friends, like the women met at work. And I have so many like theories to parse out about work friends because there's sometimes I'm like, I'm very open to work friends. Other times I'm like, I don't really know if I want to do this. By the way, but they we're work friends. Everyone who's listening, we are literally work friends. Hey, and this is the anomaly. This is like an anomaly. So for me. Maybe we're not so, anymore. <laughs> she's, a, she's admitting to us Stop. that she's not our friends. Stop. We are friends. So, But like, it's so interesting to me that they met at Playboy. Something that I would imagine is kind of a, a strange environment based on our playboy research uh-huh they came out as friends but they're not super close but close enough ish to come spend two weeks in martha's vineyard two weeks two weeks like what's two weeks girl i highly disagree two weeks i love the idea of this house but some i am so introverted that like hour 18 i'm like i have to go home <laughs> I mean, I would feel I'm overwhelmed by people thought. being around me for a long period of time. I think it was Jordan right. who was concerned about, like, she's like, wow, this is a lot of people for, like, like, she was concerned on her way there. And that would be one of my concerns. But when we're talking about, like, filming and stuff, two weeks. What's two That's weeks? Also, that house is nice. I, Netflix throws people in, like, a bunker. With <laughs> on the floor, they're Thank all you. sleeping in one room. A yes. they're in a and this is like a gorgeous. They drink out of those like, ugly cod house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So that's int- okay. Speaking of getting comfortable in a home, this is a great transition to. I think Bria is just such an interesting star of a person. She got comfortable very quickly. PJs, floppy socks everywhere. Her bringing Milo. So Milo's a star. Is, 
most are. No. I, lo- I no. love a weenie dog. He's an but agent of chaos. Stop. This is like in in my lived blackness experience. Pets are touch and go. Like, and I mean older than me because clearly I have pets. My parents grew up where like dogs were supposed to be outside the house. Like the dog shouldn't be. In yes. The house. And yes. like. Also, in like the manners culture I grew up in, you would never bring your pet to someone's house, even yes. if it was ESA. No, you never, would never do never. that. Brand. The pet doesn't go in the car. The pet doesn't go. They in don't the go bed, the, the pet doesn't go. In they the don't go furniture. in the furniture. They don't go this in the kitchen. Just, so I can see it both. They're ways. not at the dinner I, table. They're this not is- at the dinner table. They are not eating our food. Like I can see it both ways. Of this is my ESA. Like clearly, the dog is coming with me. But then I could also see. Jasmine, who is paying the safety deposit for this house, being like, you never said there was a dog. And I understand, as someone who did not have pets that shed, the annoyance of having fur in your house. Okay, as a resident. Uh, we were never owner. allowed to have pets that had shed. Like, me having cats is the first time I've ever had a pet that shed. Wow. Um, and I clean up hair all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like swooping. Not, not y'all sighing. <laughs> <laughs> Both took a deep breath. Uh, I love pets. I have a Same. barking dog as we speak in the back, and he's in the house and has a beautiful little posturepedic bed and the whole thing. My the love of my life. And I will say, I grew up with animals in our home. Um, they didn't shed. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but now I feel like my part time job is like swiffering around my place um, after him. Uh, so when they were like, he's shedding, I immediately understood like, okay, that is annoying. I feel that it is, you know annoying. what I and mean? You're wet from the pool and you oh, get like in the pool. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. How my mom would react. Yes. So you're wet in your swimsuit or you just took a shower after a day in the sun and you sit on the couch and you lift up your back and it's covered in dog fur. I Absolutely not. Absolutely I not. I wrote in my I notes. I wrote in my notes, I would be so mad about this dog. Like. Rightfully so. Every, Me too. Everything about it. I get mad when Becca brings her dog to the office. For really? Like an hour. Oh I am. Gosh. I can so see it. So annoyed. I can, I can see it. So annoyed. I can see All it. he does is bark. He runs in circles. I don't like small fucking dogs. I don't like them. They're a nuisance. I, it, it would just take Wait, me off guard. All small it takes dogs. me. All small dogs. All small dogs. I love I'm going to die on this. I love, this. I love my big dog, 62 pounds. One. Thank you. Yes. Big dog. I mean, any, you show up with this dog, I'm just going to be and it's in the pool and it's – no. Wait, time out. Mariah's reading. I was about to say what Mariah said. Okay. Another reason I ride for Mariah. Mariah came into the house being like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, she was up, Jasmine. We need to go work. Then when she does the reenactment of imagine I'm swimming in the pool yes, and she like mimics jumping out like the little mermaid and I just have dog. <laughs> I was so disgusted when I she was, said that. I, I was, was like, with her. was so I was like, nasty. That's a writer. That's, that's a screenwriter. Cause she took us with she her on that path. Is. Sidebar. I think that their Woo. screenplay or whatever they're working on is something I'd be interested in seeing. So I hope they can get that Me off too. the ground. Me too. Um, Me too. I okay. think Milo is a very good dog, and that I happened. Too. One last audit point. I thought it was really sweet how Bria called her man. She was like, this is some bullshit. Let me call my man. I just I thought that was really so nice. t- I thought that was tattletale yeah. You think it's – who else Hunt- are you going to tell? 
and they were trying to hook me up with the guys in the house and disrespecting our relationship. Calm down. I felt like it is disrespect. Okay. Actually, I figured y'all were going to say this. Bren, oh. you may not have this. <laughs> Bren hasn't even said a word. <laughs> Bren, in Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3, there's a castmate on the show named Leah, and Leah does not drink. And everyone was DMing Leah, being like, we support you, da, 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 your journey. She shows up in the house. Yes. Take a shot. I can't wait for you to not oh, be sober, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Leah, like, confronts them and is like, listen, being non-sober would ruin my entire life. Yeah. I became mm. sober because it ruined my life. And the way right. Alex came into the house and, like, he said mm. I didn't drink. Silas didn't push another drink on him. It was over. Bria told Jasmine in advance that she had a man. Da 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 da. Jasmine, as they're walking upstairs, well, who do you want? Why would you do that? Why why would you do that to her? Yeah, I thought she was a little judgy wudgy when she was just like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> she was like, like, and Bria goes, I live with my man. Like, she's like, she lives with him in Germany. Like, what is that? that? Was, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, y'all. Don't don't selectively push people. Don't selectively yeah. push people because y'all didn't say anything twice about Alex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alex is a vegan. Y'all barely said anything. I hope he. I mean, him dinner. being a vegan is something I would have talked about a little bit more when he starts saying, "No one touched the salad." Relax, bro. Like, what? Calm down. You have a caterer. It's gonna be fine. Exactly. It's gonna be exactly. Fine. Y'all are. So There's a caterer. <laughs> Enough okay, already. Who has another audit? Point? I do. I have my final one. Do okay. you have one, Bren? I have one more, yeah. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm taking us to, off to the side, though. We're going Please. off to the side. Okay. Please. I have to tell. I don't know if you guys know this about white people. Ooh, I can't okay. wait to try, learn more about white try people. Us. This We're gonna try us. Look at this <laughs> cultural exchange. Okay, okay, let's do it. Wow, multicultural. Do white it. people do. White people do not know about Black Greek life. Like I thought about oh, that. Watching that, they don't know. Yeah. When I when I first learned about it, which was several years ago, so. To most white people, especially Midwestern white people, and we're not monolithic either. A um, <laughs> lot, lot of diversity in the white community, you guys. Yes, yes. Um, oh they, my God. We think of Greek life as like blonde sorority girls in like black yeah. pants and a crop top, right? Like yeah. rushing their sorority. So mm-hmm. to learn that they're – so like just – that's all just to say that is the – I think that's a – I think that's a thing about – black culture that a lot of white folks don't know that that's greek true life is so important and it, it's completely different than white greek yes culture. the cultural yeah. significance is much different yeah so different yeah because like to me you're automatically sort of a douche if you were in white greek things like mm-hmm. we're, we're not well, over, that's something for us to overcome, right? <laughs> You're like back in those but, days, you like push it back yeah. to college, and it was a thing back then. No. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but but, I'd say a huge part of the black folks I know are, you know, like I'm constantly Tiffany's like, oh, that's just Kelly and her. If I get her sorority wrong, fuck, she'll kill <laughs> don't me. So don't won't, make a mistake. Don't even make like, don't make a mistake on the show. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Shout yeah. Out no, to the divine <laughs> Yeah. I know how serious it is. Shout out to the divine like, nine. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say it. Let's yeah. save your relationship. Yeah, please don't <laughs> no, even mention she's in, it. She's in the best one. She's in the best. Yeah, one. whatever I that is. That. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And then, so that's just sort of a comment. And then I have a question. Okay, go. Okay. Talk to me about white parties. Why? Oh, I have a oh. note about that. I have a note. I had a note for. Okay. I don't know what why? it is, but why? I feel why? Like 
I'm too young to go to a white party. Oh, okay. Can I speak as a person who's a few <laughs> the last years time older? I went to one was a family reunion? Go oh ahead. my god. Okay. Okay. So I want to go, but invite me. Okay. So, well, one thing, yes, to be Greek and like pledge in the black community, one is prestigious, right? That's like a big deal. It's a, it's huge, and it's like building your family, and yeah, it's it's a really really big deal. Okay. White parties is. <laughs> I personally can't stand a white party. Wait, I've for been, real? Oh, I hate white parties. We, I would love a white party. Oh, I if you said you went white party, tomorrow, white party, I would be ready. I would. You love. and every black other black person in America, so good and white. Oh my god, we look I good in yellow like, too. Like, what is wrong? There are a lot of yellow. Okay. I oh, want god. a white party so bad. I, I hate white parties. I hate I white parties. Like I'm, Everyone who's having them is like older than by like black people. How, love how do your white clothes? Parties. How do your clothes look so white? Exactly. How do you not get anything? Exactly. On it? How do you keep it crisp? Thank how you, do you my do mom. All these things. All Let me black excellence. on the show. How? No, what? <laughs> I'm black and I have makeup on my dress before I walk out the door. I obviously don't. I'm not included in that part of the black excellence. I hate white parties. I've been to so many. And yes, Keela, for some reason, if you're 40 and up, it is your jam. I should have yeah. a, my 40th birthday party is going to be a white party. Ugh, let good. me just start preparing now. Let like me, it's just too much. Call, it's gonna be white and gold. I... That white and gold. <laughs> that's another thing. It's another thing. Black people love a white and gold party. I was meant to get older. Wow. I, Keela. I love it. I love that the second night, I don't know a white party. I, as soon I'm as I saw sad. everyone change into your white, I was like, of course, I, I of guess. course, of course they are. I it's something that I, I don't know, Bren, there's no like cultural there's like no explanation. Yeah. Right? There's yeah, nothing yeah. like deeply like, oh, it's in our, no, it's just. No. But if y'all know. Only that every time a group of black people says it, it shocks me for a second because it sounds like they're <laughs> saying a white party. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Because it came from your mouth. I was like, oh. You mean like white people having parties? No, and then I remember the I context exactly of the show. What she was saying. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my god, a white party immediate slay. No, immediate slay. oh god. Please I invite me to that. a white party in Chicago. Please I'm don't. I, I don't. Please. I don't want. I've been to one and I wore cream. Incorrect move. Oh yeah, no, incorrect. you can't wear yeah, cream. That's really embarrassing. You have that's to so wear white. You wear cream. Look, I can't wear white. Look at me. Like this is why white people don't have white parties. This we is look, yeah. You're right. I never thought about that. It looks and washed out. Do white people have? Um, like certain color, like color par- parties. parties, like y'all have no. red parties or blue parties. No, or... no, we have like '80s proms. Or, you know, oh like, yeah, that's true. Oh, that. Yeah, that's fun yeah. too. Mm-hmm. We like we okay. like a theme party. I also hate um, theme parties as well. Oh, Jasmine, <laughs> I love theme parties. I love, oh, costumes. Theme party. I love yeah. white part. I love a theme. Okay, I yeah. love to play. I love. Oh. I think the theme can't be a color. Like, let's do better. And also, like, agreed, not a hard to agreed, find agreed. color. You went like you a spill pink things party? on. Okay, maybe no. a pink party. Make it a pink no, make it better. Be make fun. it more. Give it. Make it. That's not a theme. A color is not Tiffany's. a theme. Yeah, a yes. color is not a theme. <laughs> this is a poll for the listeners because I I disagree. I think a color right. is a theme. All right. What you think it's a theme? I do. I denim party. Pink party. Denim's not a color. White party. Okay, but you're all denim. Y'all are hate. Wow. My next life party is going to be a color theme. God. All All right, right, Jasmine. Take us us to the last point. All right. My last point is 
Jasmine says, I'm a wife now. So I'm a wife now. Silas, she's a wife now. We're married now. Thank you. Thank you for F. Thank you for elevating this moment. Can we get into... Okay, so everyone, if you haven't heard me say it before, I am single. And... Did you say it like it was like a critical diagnosis? It is. And also ready to mingle. (laughs) So go to my Instagram, jasmine underscore NLSN. Get restricted. restricted. I will tell you that um, this I'm a wife now is some bullshit that I'm so overhearing. Great. Congratulations. Is that a station in life that you should be? It's elevated. Like get over yourself already. And I also didn't like how they were sitting at the table and Silas had the nerve to turn around and look at Jordan and be like, "Uh they were going out late night and she was with turns his head. Jordan. I have been Jordan in so many situations. And if you're my friends and you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are with your husband who thinks that I'm the single friend who gets you into trouble, which is a lie. Listen, I cannot stand that whole dynamic of I'm a wife. She's a wife. We're married. You're single. You're the heathen. We are not. You were literally just single people six months ago. Shut up. And that's where I stand on that. I am so glad you brought this up. For two reasons. I love the drama of saying I'm a wife. I'm not a wife currently. <laughs> I, but it's no, because it's become such lore, like real housewives. I'm talking Atlanta and Potomac. Yes. I'm a wife. Yes. I'm a mother. When I'm a wife, and if I'm a mother, I will be. I actually playfully say it all the time. I'm a wife. I'm you a can, You I can say it, it Keela. I'll still be your friend. It's fine. It's, but I would never do it like seriously. Like, it's just so funny to me. Like, what does that have to do with anything? And people always throw it up when it's especially not relevant. Like, girl, you know who right. throws it up? Black women. You know why they, they throw do. it up? They, I because to I'm going to tell you, hold on, because hold on. Statistically, oh my God. a black wife, you're not, it, it is, it's a, it's a small it group, is. right? It so it, it does is. feel like, an elevated piece or station. It does feel like a big deal. It does. And can I double you up? Oh. Being a wife is politically leveraged for women. It is a status. Period. Like to be historically, married is right? a status. It just, it, it's, it's just the way it is. So <laughs> Brynn resident. Brynn is a resident wife. Brynn's a resident, resident wife. wife. Um, waving her ring out. around. Brent, resident wife. Do you want to speak on the behalf of the, I'm a wife. I'm a mother community. Yes. No. Oh, I was literally hoping hoping you'd scream into the mic. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a wife and I'm a mother. And what if she had brought a tiger? That is all. (laughs) (laughs) That's how relevant any of it is. No. I do want to talk about those two in particular, though. Those two in particular. I wrote this down. Yeah, I think Silas is rich. I think he is. Really? Like high key rich. Like money, rich? I think. Finance yeah. This is why Jasmine and I said oh, Jazz. This okay. is why Jazz married him so quick. This is giving mm. me Raven and really? SK. That's what they give me. They really? Give me military. Wow. 
No, because he's in the reserves, girl. He's also in finance. He said he's in finance. It's part time. He's a bank. It's part time military. It's just to like show your muscles. Right. That's true. It's not. It's not really. No disrespect to anyone in the military, but that's not. Absolutely not. It's not. I need a chart. Like on the front. And all the love to like our Nigerian friends. And he says Nigerian. Yeah. Or from from no Liberian. 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 All right. All right. I'm. I think he's rich. He might be. I think he's rich okay. because he doesn't seem fun. I'll tell you that. At <laughs> all. At no. all. Wet blanket. Can I make a point about this? Jasmine, as someone who also has been single, primarily single as an identity. Not, not primarily. primarily single. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would say more often than not, I am. I Before I met my current partner, I was single. Okay. I can't stand the way a man, your man, you're my friend. I'm here because I'm your friend. You let your man put me in hot water mm. and didn't defend me. That is yes. the most disrespectful behavior. And the way Bria and the other people timed him were like, in New York, everybody goes out at 130. The, yeah. the club doesn't even open. So yeah. which is beside the fact, your man fixed his face to tell me mm. something. Mm-hmm. Out of pocket. Out mm-hmm. of pocket. No, Jasmine should have thrown a plate. She would be in completely in her right to do so because I know you not just you married this woman. What are you talking about? It's Putting ridiculous. It and I feel no. like their marriage and how they're trying to govern it being such newlyweds amongst a group of single people is just going to be a reoccurring thing. So you'll no. hear me get, um, you know, just all wrapped up into that <laughs> periodically. I love it. <sighs> Oh, y'all. So we covered th- some ground today. My goodness, look at this. this is the longest episode I think we've ever had. Hold we my beer. This is polarizing to us. We're, we're really upset. <laughs> we're really into this. I this feel just activated. The first one. I'm activated. activated. Okay. Yeah. I hope everyone um, take us yeah. home, Jasmine. Get us out of here. Yes. Okay. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is the Pop Culture Audit, where we have random polls and things that you hear about us speak about in the podcast. Maybe we'll have a little snippets over there. So show us some love over there. And of course, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you next time, or we'll talk to you next time about Summer House, y'all. Bye, readers. Bye. Bye.